0: I'm Stephen.
1: And I'm Kevin. And in today's episode of The Stephen and Kevin Show, we're going to talk about the most interesting and clever surprise and delight ideas that we've ever heard.
0: And we'll talk about how to fire a client. Welcome back to episode 23 of the Stephen and Kevin Show. Got a couple of questions coming in from Twitter today that we're excited to get into.
1: Yeah, before we do, we wanted to talk about this um, article that's been surfacing all, all over the web right now. And this was um, uh, the British government basically crowdsourced the name of one of their new ships. And this is a $287 million polar research ship. Um, this thing is, is a beautiful ship. So they did some crowdsourcing on the, uh, on the web and what they've... F- Asked people to, to come up with names, and the number one name leading the pack is Bodie McBoatface. Nice name, and they I were love hoping
0: the for things like Shackleton or Endeavor. And those are some <laughs> of the suggested names. But Bodie McBoatface in the in the lead, right? I, I
1: would have voted for Bodie McBoatface, but you know that's kind of embarrassing if you're the captain of the ship and you say I'm the captain of. Bodie McBoatface. Where's that at
0: Disney? Or <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of many examples from this article in the Times that uh, internet voting gone wrong. Right? They showed the yeah. example of, of Pitbull and you know the the recording artist Pitbull. Mm-hmm. And uh, Walmart ran a campaign where if you like your local Walmart's page, whoever got the most likes, Pitbull would go there. Right. Where did he go? Kodiak, Alaska, the most remote (laughs) Walmart in the country. There's only 6,000 people who live in Kodiak, 60,000 likes on their Facebook page.
1: So so people are obviously playing a joke on him and are like, oh, yeah, you're going to come to any Walmart? We're going to go to Kodiak.
0: He only kind of gets it because he says, uh, and I quote, they only think they're playing a joke on me. I'll go anywhere for my fans.
1: I wonder how many fans there are in Kodiak. I Actually, a, I bet it was packed.
0: A rowdy 12-person group. Yeah, they probably don't get a lot of action up <laughs> I there. I bet but. it was
1: absolutely packed. Um, but anyway, it just shows you that's crowdsourcing gone wrong. I mean, uh, and yeah, I don't think they're going to stick with Bodie McBeau face, right? But I was
0: waiting on you to transition somehow into the, how this is applicable to advisors, but uh, I, I really don't. I, I don't
1: think it is. I think this is just a fun little, uh, little fact we found uh, in the New York Times.
0: So. There we go. All right. Let's get into it. Question number one: What is the best surprise and delight gift you have ever heard?
1: Yeah, um, there's there's a lot of surprise and delight gifts out there, and there's a lot that come to mind with this question. But one of the best ones that I heard of was um, just a client. This advisor's client was was relocating, uh, moving to a, a different city, and he showed up the day of the move. So I'm sure it was pretty a hectic day there with movers and whatnot. And he brought. Um, a door knocker, and the door knocker was engraved with the name of of the couple and I thought that was really clever one they they were so excited about it, they thought it was so neat, and obviously it was a really nice door knocker, mm. but the placement of that right i mean you 're on the on the front door of that house, so it was it was obviously fitting because they 're moving into the house, but just the exposure that it was going to get, the traffic of people coming in and out of the house, and they 're going to see that. I, I like thought that it. was really, really smart.
0: I thought you were going to say, "Showed up with moving gloves and, and ready to work." You know what? He and did. That. He did help.
1: He obviously helped move move a few. I don't things. think
0: you have much of a choice. You can't just drop by with a door <laughs> <not to laughs> and, and be like, "Hey, slide out hey, see you, see you later.
1: Here, here's a nice gift. Uh, I got to go."
0: Yeah. I was thinking about another one too, and and we'll get into in a moment, gang, uh, some overall strategies for sending small gifts to your clients. But here are a couple of unique examples. We had a client one time who there was a minor league baseball stadium in their area that was being taken down, right? They're replacing it. And they managed to get a piece of the outfield wall that had an advertisement on it from a client's uh, parent's business. Right? Okay, cool. Got it all framed up, gave it to the client. I mean, you can't put a price tag on that. Yeah, it's, it's meaningful. Now, when you think about surprise and delight in your own business, you're not thinking about what is the most wow gift we could ever send anybody. Mm-hmm. You're thinking more regularity and consistency. But Kevin, what would you say are some of the common principles of, of, of good gifts that are, that are sent?
1: Um, I, I'd say one of them is just the exposure that it's going to get. I mean, can you give them a gift that they're going to want to put in their foyer, right, or on their front door, or one where other people are going to see it and ask them a question about it? And that's going to spark conversations because, like with the example I was talking about with the door knocker, people are going to say, where would you get this beautiful door knocker? Because it obviously it was engraved and everything. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, my financial advisor.
0: Right. And it doesn't have to be anything permanent or, or home goods related. It could be right. the same strategy around a basket of baked goods you send to their office. Yes. Hey, where'd you get all those brownies? They're delicious. Or a, a big magnum bottle of wine that they couldn't possibly drink by themselves.
1: So the number one principle there is, is shareable.
0: Shareable. You bet. A big yep. uh, bouquet of flowers around the holidays when you know they're having family in town. hmm Right? Uh, also, things that are personal. Um, anything linked to their interest is better than a sleeve of golf balls, right? Even though you might know they play golf, they think you get a caseload of these things from your firm, and you can just hand them out like candy. It's not the same impact as the travel guide before they go on vacation, or as I saw the other day, a client sent me a picture of a monogrammed dog bowl for a client who was really into
1: their pets. Pretty cool. So personalizing it, it definitely big. Um, Last one is unexpected, right? You get way more credit for delivering gifts when it's not expected. As opposed to around the holidays when everyone is doing it, when it's just this random act of kindness, that's when it has the real impact that we're going for with surprise and delight.
0: Well said. On to the next question. How do you fire a client? How do you fire a client? Kind of depends on the reason as we were talking uh, you know, pre-podcast today. <laughs> yeah. you know, there's, there's one reason that you could be downsizing your client base, and we'll cover that. Or another reason that you just got a a tough client on your hands and there's not a fit. Yeah. So we'll address both of those and give you some sample language. Obviously, with any of the verbiage that we share – customize it, make it your own, uh, and, and make it fit. Uh, this is some of the same type of, uh, of language that you'll hear in, in any of our coaching sessions that we would have with people, in the live workshops we do, and certainly any of the webinars we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to put in a shameless plug, Kevin?
1: Yeah, so we have a webinar coming up. It's on Facebook social selling, and we're really excited about it. It's the first time we've done a, a webinar on financial advisors using Facebook. We're going to talk about using Facebook from the personal side of things and also the business side. We're going to get even into the advertising platform mm. with Facebook, which is absolutely amazing. Um, so don't miss that webinar series. Uh, we'll, we'll link it up here in the, um, in the description of this video and you can check it out.
0: Very good. So on to how to fire, how to fire a client. Let's say, for example, Kevin, that you're my client and you've just been a pain in the neck lately, right? You know, either you have been just calling me every day, complaining about something or another, for whatever reason, we're just not on the same page, and I find it better to part ways than to keep you on as a client. Hey, it happens, right? Mm-hmm. Here, here's some language that we were were thinking of. We were saying, you know, we, first of all, you want to acknowledge the situation. Okay. You know, Kevin, as you're well aware, we've had some challenges getting on the same page recently no hard feelings. It it happens. Uh, That said, we we do feel strongly that every investor needs an advisor that they feel comfortable with. And at this point, I don't think we're that match for you. Right. Mm. I have some recommendations for you on on maybe some other alternatives. Insert competitor you don't like. Right. (laughs) And this can be this doesn't have to be a confrontational conversation. You're acknowledging that you've had some challenges here. You, they understand that. Obviously, they've been on the other end of that. You're not placing blame and saying, you've been a terrible client, I've got to let you go. You're just saying, hey, we've had some trouble getting on the same page. We want you to have a good relationship with an advisor, and here's who I think you should work with. Um, My which, favorite
1: part of it is the competitor thing. I love that you threw in the competitor.
0: Well, if you've got a pain in the neck, client, <laughs> what do you want to give them to? Somebody else on your team? No, you know? no. Hey, or, Junior, or, here's this guy. He's going to be a real nightmare for
1: you. No, not at all. I like that. You know, hey, it, it, it's, it's – um, it's not a fit right now. Yeah, Bill um,
0: Smith over there does a fantastic job. I'll <laughs> oh personally my. set up a consultation for you.
1: <laughs> but but and, you look, uh, those conversations happen, um, and sometimes it's not a good fit. We work with plenty of advisors who've had to let go of, of clients who, mm-hmm. and it and it was it was a tough conversation to have, but they were very happy once they once they were done with it. It's like, you know, breaking up with a crazy girlfriend or something.
0: Go I've ahead. never, I've never Sounds experienced like got a story that. Here.
1: Um, <laughs> it's not me. It's, it's, it's you.
0: What about Kevin? So let's say they're part of a group. Let's say you're, you've got too many clients and you need to downsize. What do you? How do you handle that one?
1: Uh, so I, I, I usually we put that into two different buckets, right? So you need to downsize. Um, to take that list. Let's say it's 200 clients. Let's maybe it's 100 clients, um, and cre- create a list of ones that you feel like have upgrade potential, and ones that you just know don't have upgrade potential. The ones that you know don't have upgrade potential make it easy on yourself. Just send them a letter. Make them a house account with whatever your firm. A lot of different firms have different options for that. Uh, and just send them a letter and keep it simple. If you feel like they have upgrade potential, it's worth having a quick conversation with them. And we have a, a quick script on this, um, and we're blaming it on the, the Department of Labor kind of uh, changes, regulatory changes coming up here. But here's kind of how um, how we'd recommend doing something like this. You'd say, you know, Stephen... You know, there are some major regulatory changes going on in the financial services industry, and basically everyone's being forced to, to pare back the number of clients they serve. And unfortunately, we're unable to work with anyone who has less than 250000 But fortunately for you, we have a good solution here at XYZ Firm for anyone who doesn't meet that threshold. But think with me for a second because I, I really in, like to continue working with you. Mm. Are there any other accounts we could consolidate to get you up to that minimum of two hundred fifty thousand? Are there old four hundred one ks that we could r- roll over? Kind of brainstorm with me for a second. A- and sometimes when you do that, people say, "Oh yeah, you know, I-, I do have this account, or my wife has this account, or you know, or you know, my neighbor, you know, no, neighbor." <laughs> 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 but I was just going. Or through. you might
0: say, you know, gosh, Kevin, I wish money grew on trees, but I'm not
1: coming up with any extra money to see. Yeah, that and money, that's right? and, But at least you tried. and yeah. and, and I think the the rhythm and the pacing and the empathy in your voice has to be there that, look, I'd love to continue working with you, uh, Stephen, think with me for a second. Is there any way we can do that? We've seen it work for advisors.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and it's worth going out of your comfort zone a little bit. It'd be easier to send everybody a letter, obviously, Mm -hmm. but in some situations, either you've got a long-term relationship that requires you to speak with somebody face-to-face or by phone, or in other cases, there may be upgrade potential where... You want to find out before you let them go. You don't want somebody else to take them on and them to find out that they've got a 401K that they never brought into you. Exactly. Um, th- there may be opportunities there. So,
1: What about this, Stephen? What about the pace at which you do this? So if you had 100 clients or 200 clients, I mean, do, would you recommend we do a little bit each week or so many per month? What, what do you think?
0: I mean, I don't think it's something realistically you do in o- overnight and you're doing in two days and you you mask uh, this out. But, yeah. Um, I wouldn't belabor the point. I mean, part of it is it's uncomfortable, and it, it's not something anybody looks forward to. Right. I mean, you might look forward to the end result that ultimately we're going to have fewer clients and provide better service to the clients we keep, but mm-hmm. the process sucks, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So why not get it over with, in my opinion? If you're going to go for a per-week target, hit 50 a week, hit 25 a week, whatever you can man, uh, you know, treat set a goal of 30 days, it's mm-hmm. kind of like um, – you know, over the years, Kevin, we've had people roll out financial organization tools. Mm-hmm. They'll say, great idea. We're going to do one a week. Well, yeah, how long is that going to take? Like two years? That's going to take a how long much time. is that? Why don't we buckle down and say this is a three-week campaign. Let's get it done and move on. Right? So, you air, so
1: you're on the side of more, let, let's rip this Band-Aid off, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, let's, let's do it quicker rather than and then slower. So
0: It's like uh, I remember a guy one time who told us, he said, I sent out a letter to all these clients I was going to reassign, but then I totally chickened out. I said, how so? He goes, well, if they, uh, if anybody called in, I would act like they got the letter by mistake. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Stephen, I got that
1: letter about that you reassigning me, and good. he would say, "What?
0: I can't believe that they sent that to you. Oh my gosh! You no, know, that that was meant to go to some other." Place. That
1: is totally chickening what are you out here. Do? Okay. So, hey,
0: it happens. But uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're uh, so gracious. Like our. Uh, facebook
1: page yeah there we go yeah and and take a look at this webinar series on facebook coming up it's really pretty cool so check that out if you have a question use hashtag ask steven and kevin on twitter or on instagram and we're happy to feature one of your questions for the show